I'm Danica Juarez. And I'm Jan James. And this is How's It Hold Up? Hi, I'm Danica. And I'm Jan. And I'm Valerie. And today we watched Babar the Movie. Yes. Who would like to do a brief spoiler-free plot synopsis? I will actually try. Mom wants it. (laughs) For a long time. All right. So you have King Babar, who really tells the story of his whole little kingdom and his people. So it starts off with a with a celebration, a parade, their victory parade. And then um it goes to um the evening where he his children, they're all excited, still reveling from the victory parade, and they are putting off bedtime and they want a story. And so he ends up telling the story of why they started this victory parade because they're disappointed it's just once a year. And he's like, no, we just celebrate it once a year. So he tells the story of what that means and and when they started doing that. And it's when he first became king and he was a very young king and his friend, who is, of course, now the the, the mom and the wife, Celeste, um, had run to him for help because her village was under attack from the mean rhinos. And he was trying to enlist, uh, enlist the army or, I mean, or get the army to help. But everything was just a long process of committees, meetings, deciding what you're going to do and nothing really was getting done. And that evening, he finally decided to go to the village to help himself. And sure enough, the rhinos were attacking. They were capturing, um, they were really destroying the villages and capturing all the adult elephants and taking them away. And so he and Celeste decided on their own once he rescued her, and he was quite the little, he tried to fight off the rhinos. He did a, you know, stood bravely, uh, did the best he could, ultimately was knocked out. Anyway, next day, she had been thrown in a well. She, um, he and um, little Celeste went and followed, went into the jungle to follow the trail of the rhinos Met some characters along the way, some cute, like uh, one, a little monkey and a group of monkeys, and came across some crocodiles, and uh, Babar is just a really, really good-hearted little creature, and even though he had to, was against, uh, you know, had to fight and and not always agree with some of the jungle animals he met, he ultimately befriended some of them or did, did an, a nice turn, and so the rule of the jungle is... You do a favor for me, I do one for you. But that all comes to the the head. They do find where um, the rhinos are keeping all of the elephants. They're enslaving them to kind of make a war machine for them. And um, and they ultimately, their plan is to take over all of elephant land. So then it's a race to get back, warn the rest of all the villages in his kingdom. Will they succeed? What did we think of this movie? It was cute. It was, yeah, I had... forgotten the story of you know babar but it would it would especially i think be a really cute little movie for my grandson but yeah cute cute movie yeah it was it was fine i got sleepy through it but i i didn't know anything about babar so i didn't realize that he was the king and he was a boy king and it was it was a cute enough story yeah i i really like it it's very cute it had a a lot more charm than I honestly expected it to have. This mm-hmm. is a movie that I like very vaguely remember having seen as a kid. No, I really liked it. It was a cute little kids movie. Well, yeah, and I actually thinking about it, it there are spots that are a bit more harrowing than uh, yeah. I expected, but it was um like it had a good through line and it wasn't 
Like, I, it's easy to compare this for me to, like, Care Bears and Rainbow Bright. And I would definitely say it's above Rainbow Bright. And, yeah, I think it's a bit more charming than, than Care Bears as well. I, I think I'd easily say I like this more than Care Bears, yeah. And I would agree, too, because I, I feel like it had a nice, solid little story. I'm not going to lie. Nice... Care Bears made me worry more about it, because I don't know if you noticed, but this is also by Nelvana. Mm. This is a couple years later in the 80s, and there's some other production companies involved, too. But Nelvana is, is working on this one. Let's get specific. So, this movie is is actually part of a television series it was it it did have a theatrical run uh but it does also serve as the season finale to the first season of the tv series Mm. uh and just a little more info on what that tv series and babar is about uh they're based on books by jean le brunhoff and laurent de brunhoff uh from like 1931 uh the plot of the first two seasons of the show focuses on the story of babar as it is told by him to his children. The past Babar is a young elephant who, traumatized by a hunter slaughtering his mother, flees from his home forest and exile to the city, where a kind old lady adopts him and teaches him the ways of human life. He returns to his home forest full of ideas for progress and, following the previous elephant king's death from eating poisonous mushrooms, uh, hatches a plan to drive out the unnamed hunter and his men. For his heroism, Babar is crowned king of the elephants, plans and builds Celesteville, and grows up to become a father himself that's a lot wow okay <laughs> that explains the old woman because she yes. doesn't have a name exactly i i needed to read this for you guys so that you understood the old woman's like place in this <laughs> yes there's one human being in this whole movie and her name is just the old lady or sometimes madame yes yes <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's she's basically Babar's mom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it also now makes sense because she's also in his palace and like basically hanging out in, in his room and, you know, and, and, and you're she's like, She's just part is, of the family. You're like, okay, who is this woman? No, she's just part of his family. Yep. Uh, she also apparently uh, sometimes does uh, teaching and nurse work uh, around the city in various episodes, so... Well, there you go. She was knitting in this movie. She was, she was, and giving some advice at one point. Yes. Yes. Um, but it's mostly not about her. <laughs> um, yeah. What do you, what do we think about the uh, story and characters and stuff in here? Very cute. Babar was a good king. He was just, uh, he was brave. He was decisive. He was a good little was, fighter. Yeah, a good little fighter. He was smart. I mean, he he very good at problem solving. Yeah, yeah. He'd play um, tricks on people sometimes, like to get to get things done or whatever. He would use his wits. Mm-hmm. And again, he was he was a very um, very merciful because even when he had a run in with a crocodile and you thought that you know this crocodile and all these crocodiles were trying to eat he and this monkey that had fallen in to I guess a river or you know pond whatever um, and anyway ultimately they stuck a stick in the crocodile's mouth but then the crocodile was in agony and you know couldn't do anything so he removed that and. Yeah, just, just and it turns out the crocodile was actually a vegetarian the whole yes. time. Yes, <laughs> yeah. But he still owed Babar one for saving him. That's the rule of the jungle. Yep, yep. That's I, what I saw one of my circle backs where I thought I needed to explain that was the rule of the jungle. <laughs> you do a favor to, for someone, 
They have to do a favor for you. I love the plot point that because Babar and Arthur look the same, they can trade places. And I love even more that Arthur points out that all the little elephants look the same. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because, yes, they do. They have very simplistic designs. Mm -hmm. They just have different clothes. Mm -hmm. I also like how um, Arthur was quite a bit smaller than Babar, you know, but yet they didn't seem to notice that. Yeah. Even though the clothes fit kind of (laughs) big. The the um, villains of this the the rhinos uh, they they like literally like burn down a village and yes. enslave to the elephants and like strip them of their clothes and stuff. Yes. The the whole attack on the village and elephant village in general is pretty messed up. Yeah, it was yeah. really harrowing. It was very harrowing and graphic without there like being blood or or whatever. Yeah. It was, but I mean, just but very just. Oh, like I said, it's then, intense. Like yeah. it's it's a bunch of fire, and they're capturing all these people, and like a bunch of the elephants are like on all fours and naked instead of wearing clothes, like most other elephants. Mm-hmm. And well, and when they would also like like physically like just overturn or rip apart some of these houses there would be moms with their with their you know children and they would just rip literally physically rip them apart like oh well, i'm sorry not like take the children they would from their mother no, them. No, no. take the children from their mother you know yeah, pull, and them then apart. pull them apart and then you know and then take the mother or put her in chains or yeah something. yeah yeah yeah, there's there's some stuff in here that's quite harrowing, but overall it never really felt like the tone dipped into being too dark or anything. Mm. Like, I mean, this doesn't even get as dark as some of your average Disney movies. You know, like, there's no, like, equivalent of a Mufasa death scene or anything like that. Like, it's it's overall very lighthearted and no one really gets hurt or, or certainly killed in any way that's, like, significant, you know? Uh, there's, there's a good sense of humor throughout, but also some fun action adventure kind of stuff like Babar's, Babar's a skilled little guy. Uh, but then you got silly stuff like, uh, them, uh, trying to get through an enemy camp, uh, while doing the whole kids on top of each other in a trench coat yes. shtick, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the, uh, Zephyr the monkey, like having that banana in his mouth or whatever. And like just them, their little tower, it it was definitely nostalgic for me. I was like, oh yeah, I kind of remember this, <laughs> and I and I loved the once once the costume came off, uh, the Zephyr wielded the banana, and one of the rhinos was like, watch <laughs> it, he's got a banana, yeah, and he's like, and I'm not afraid to use it, and he does, he explodes a banana, off yeah, it's, it's silly, really, it's great, it's it's over, yeah, I mean, I think it just. I don't know. I would somewhat liken it to Winnie the Pooh. It's obviously mm. a little more harrowing yeah. in that this is a world in which people can be like enslaved <laughs> and and captured by bad guys. And like apparently Babar's backstory is that his parents or mom or whatever like got killed and like so death like exists in this universe in a way that it doesn't you know really come up in Winnie the Pooh. But the overall lightness of the tone, I would liken to kind of Winnie the Pooh stuff of like not never feeling like it's too much, but also being really charming. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I would absolutely agree. And I also really liked how um, there was, like you said, there were moments of like laughter or levity, um, but also some little good songs and some numbers because like, uh, is it, is it, 
Zephyr. Zephyr, yeah. Zephyr. Um, the, the monkey, the, there was a really good where he's he's kind of showing off and, and showing what a big deal he is. And then, um, you know, and of course there was with the parade, but there, there were just some really um, genuine moments between characters. Um, I really did like, other than we kind of... Um, Valor and I kind of teased that the, um, when Babar and, uh, Babar and Celeste were trying to find, um, where they had all been taken, um, by the rhinos, they made it romantic, well, with the music as they were traveling. The and, music and it was, was definitely more, more overtly romantic than the actual, like, animation or exactly. anything that was plot wise happening. Because it was very, it was very sweet and endearing, the, you know, the actual action that you're seeing. But yeah, the, the song was a little bit much. Yeah, you likened the song. Uh, to Can You Feel the Love Tonight from Lion King, which I, it didn't go quite that hard, but it was closer to that sphere than uh, you expected, certainly. Yeah. And also, it was kind of interesting because you... The um the rhinos, even though they were the bad guys and were and were you know depicted, you you didn't actually you know even though they were enslaving all of the elephants, you didn't really have a. I mean, I'm not sure what the reason, but it's not like they. It seemed like the whole jungle was in war with, you know, with everywhere, everyone else. Because even, for example, the crocodiles that came back to help at one point um, with Babar, um, you know, they, they stated kind of like, yeah, they've, they're kind of overstepping themselves. So it sounds, you know, anyway, uh, so for whatever reason, the rhinos just decided they wanted to have the elephants be their workhorses and to take over all of elephant land. They're just big meanies. Yeah, they were meanies. One thing I liked was the movie started with with the parade in quote unquote like a present day, and so you would see a lot of characters. And me not being familiar, I'd have questions about like, was that like a human woman? <laughs> <laughs> and there was like uh, the monkey was there. They had a balloon of uh, a mammoth, which happens like you'll see in the film. And no, it it was uh, nice to kind of relate back through the story that he was telling to the characters that you would see in the original parade. It's all connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know we've talked about this before, but as far as um, really kind of following the threads and a storytelling device, it was very nice because he starts off telling this whole backstory then again, transitioning from the, from the present, like Valerie was saying, but telling the story of the origins of the parade and all of that to his children. And then, and then you go through all of that in the past and then it ends with the present day, you know, him, you know, telling, finishing the story to his children. I mean, yeah. It's not dissimilar to the Hair Bears movie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, But I mean, I think it feels more natural here because it's kind of like, Oh, he's like, okay, kids, you need to go to bed or whatever. And then they're like, oh, please tell us a story kind of thing. Like a little bit more like uh, it felt it feels a little bit more like an actual family rhythm rather than Mm -hmm. purely a um, mechanism. uh, Yeah. uh, Yeah. Purely. Right. Um, And I think that's probably because, you know, the Care Bears movie is uh, Nelvana and them like doing one of their first times doing that. Whereas from my understanding that sort of the whole setup of the actual TV show for Babar also yeah. is that he's often just telling stories to them or whatever. So they've had a lot of practice with that, you know, so it feels more natural. Yeah. And I, I think the reveal from Care Bears was good, but, but I think this was still strong. And like you said, it, it, 
benefited from feeling like a family rhythm uh and it didn't need a a like more overt reveal yeah definitely i don't have a lot of i i basically have one note on voice acting that i just happened to notice which is that arthur uh is voiced by uh stuart stone who is ralphie on magic school bus oh okay um, but for the most part, they weren't really people that I recognized and things. I liked Arthur was really funny. He his job was to like blow the horn, and uh, he was late, and, he, and he's like, "I was getting dressed," and he holds up a hanger and like and finishing my breakfast, and he holds up like a bowl of something. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. He's like basically like, "I hope you don't mess up on your first day, Bavar." <laughs> <laughs> it's like thanks. He's a funny little guy. Yeah, he's a silly little guy. <laughs> Yeah. Let's talk some about animation. I think this animation felt more like a TV budget than Care Bears, but at the same time, I found myself liking it a lot more overall than Care Bears, uh, the animation itself. I think there was a little bit better shading and stuff in Care Bears, but in this one, there would be a lot of moments of fluidity that were really fun. I think... Despite its overall simplicity, they do cartoon antics pretty pretty darn well um, at times, especially, I think I wrote that during uh, the part where they were uh, in the water and, and having shenanigans with the crocodile and, and Zephyr and, and everything. And there was just like car- classic cartoon sort of like gags and stretchiness and silliness there that was really, that was really working for me. Not like, you know, not like peak comedy, but like they were doing a good job with the visuals of it. I really like the visuals in this. I loved the designs and I haven't read, I mean, I I haven't read I, a lot of the the Babar books, but the nice thing is the, the designs really cute for the, you know, for Babar, all of the elephants. Um, and it, it was very true to what I remember from any of the books that I've read. And then... We all went, you know, oud and odd with the cute monkey designs were so cute. And then the crocodiles, not only were they solid and had some really good features, but they, they all had, you know, the way their, their eyes and kind of, uh, the furrow where their, their, um, snout comes out, you know, made them look really grumpy. And it was just really good. And I think shifting back to the design of Babar and the elephants, because it was such a nice, uh, but simplistic design, then, like you were saying, I feel like it was very fluid and it stayed on model, even in really action-packed or fast-moving scenes. Yeah. So I, I just enjoyed it. It, it was it was not, I'm saying, as beautiful maybe as, you know, as Disney or, you know, that kind of budget, but no, it but still it, looked really good. Yeah, it felt, it felt like there was a nice level of detail and stuff and how they do things. Like, I loved how often the elephants would use their trunks to yeah. do things. Mm-hmm. That's super cute. Uh, Arthur's like faces that he's making as he's pretending to be Babar and the old guy's like talking to him. That was really funny. It was. <laughs> it uh, was like Charlie Brown. Right. Um, I, I feel like the designs for the, the rhinos, uh, is like evoking like Spanish conquistadors or something. Mm-hmm. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they've definitely got that like conqueror vibe going on. Uh, also reminiscent of, um, sorry, the Disney, um, 
Robin Hood? Or? Yes, thank you. Uh, the, the Robin Hood. So the the um, the sure. rhinoceroses in Robin Hood is what kind of reminded me. You mean like face wise or their outfits? Because I was, I guess, talking more about the outfits. But I look, I think more face, but maybe even too is I think the Robin Hood rhinos had had the you know had some of that. Um, they definitely have some armor. Yes, they had I, some of the armor. Less conquistador, certainly, but yeah, yeah. And oh, when Babar Babar looking really dejected when the rhinos laughed at the idea of him being king, he just kind of like had like a blank stare kind of thing. It <laughs> yeah. was really funny. Uh, I thought the animation on the rhinos in general could be really fluid and expressive a lot of times. I, I feel like they had fun just kind of contorting those guys in cartoony and over-the-top ways. They also really played on the rhino horns, like getting stuck in things, and yes. um, and that and, was really and fun. And Rotaxis used it as like a sword at one point, mm-hmm. his, his, his big horn. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There was also a really tender moment between Celeste and her mom that was like the Dumbo. But yeah, it, it reminded so me much, of Dumbo Yes, also. but it was even better done because she and Babar were in one cell and her mom was in another and and they hear each other and they're just crying for each other and she's trying to reach her mom but her little trunk is too is you know is not tall enough to reach her mom but Babar helps lift her up and then her mom does pull it was so endearing so cute yeah the I'm assuming Nelvana did the show yes I believe so so yeah I think they had a lot of practice and a lot of intuition on how the elephants use their trunk in, in just, like, everyday interaction. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was really cool. Like, it, it felt uh, second nature and not like they were, like, trying to find ways to use it to show it. It's just, like, yeah. a part of, of how they move, how they interact. So, I really liked that. Oh, I really loved uh, the animation on Zephyr when he was imitating them Yes, also. I was about to say. Yes. There was a whole He would, bit. like, do his arm like an elephant trunk, and then he was, like, doing a kind of, like, strut at one point, imitating the... It was and really got funny. on all fours yeah. and yeah, was yeah. doing that sway, and then the trunk on top of that. It was yes, good. Yes, it was really good. He had, like, a, his brows were, like, uh, furrowed or something, like, yeah. his facial expression along with it when he was, like, really into it. Yeah. It was very cute. Mm. I also really liked in uh, the a committee musical number mm-hmm. they they cut away and had uh from like the actual scene and had uh stuff that more corresponded directly to the lyrics but they had a more like simplistic coloring style with like really bright colors that they fully like paint a character in and stuff like that it was really That's it was that. fun design like it felt like they put effort into making that like stand out as as like yes we're not having this happen in universe so we're going to be a little more stylistic with it it is cute Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and even sorry also just with animation even from the very first number when they were having the parade um just the the synchronization between the animation and the music and like them stomping you know in in beat there's another really um neat scene where they're using a coordinated where they're making a sound and then they're stomping together to make it be a bigger sound a a lot of elephants at one time um just really good coordination with that let's talk sound design the i 
liked the committee song right off the bat, and then it got a chorus, and it really slapped. <laughs> and then they did that to me again, where I thought, like, Zephyr's song was, like, fine, and then the chorus came in and upped the ante, and it just was like, oh, yeah. oh this song's great. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. Those those two musical numbers were were very good. Yeah. Um there was there's there's about four or five songs depending on how you want to count it. I personally wouldn't count Rotaxis's chant as a song cuz it's not, it's just a chant. Mm-hmm. Uh but the Elephant Land March, that's definitely a bit more of a song even if it is very like happening in universe. Uh the committee song and uh Monkey Business are straight up musical numbers and then the best we both can be is just like a it's almost like they just put a pop song in there, yeah. but I think it was written for the movie. So it's like, but that's what it feels like. It's yeah. like montage music as they're t- traveling, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one, I think was the one that felt the most out of place. Like even just on a sonic level, like it doesn't feel like the type of music that the rest of it is, you know? Agreed. Yeah, no. And I definitely did get the, uh, can you feel the love tonight vibe? I don't know if it's just ladies singing over characters walking <laughs> <laughs> does that, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah, like, the lyrics, The Best We Both Can Be, is not obviously the same as Can You Feel the Love Tonight. Yeah. But, like, with the the se- sort of music it was... it's Yeah, it's the style of it. It really, yeah, it, like, it feels a certain way. Yeah. Let's go on to the part that our podcast is named after. How's it hold up? I don't actually have any notes for this. Um, I mean, overall, I, I think it holds up well. I, I, I've i got to admit, I was a little worried um, just in terms of I like vaguely remembered that, you know, that they're the bad guys like capture people and stuff. And just that this is like technically set in Africa and is based on an old book series. And I'm like, is is there going to be like uncomfortable stuff here and i mean i can't speak for the show for the whole show itself who knows but nothing really leapt out at me here as feeling like like off base in terms of how it's depicting anything or anything like that like i i don't know anything you guys thought of not for me because even i don't feel like the rhinos were portrayed i didn't feel like you know, as targeting anyone um, in, no. you know, in real life, because even like I said, more of the vibes I got were they reminded me of, of kind of the rhinos in Robin Hood or something like that. But um, they just seemed to want to take over, you know, um, overstepping kind of like the crocodile said, you know, kind of the, the their jungle. Uh, I think... It it holds up even if you haven't seen Babar or know much about it. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. Unlike some of the things that were like maybe Ranma or something, the like you'll see characters in the parade. Maybe you'll have some questions, but there. I mean, the old woman isn't really addressed, so that might be a bigger question. I but think that's the bigger question, and it's mostly just because she is a human woman among all these animals. But yeah, but if you don't get too hung up on that, otherwise, like it's like his first day, so most of the other cameos i guess that you see in the beginning are explained yeah um so so yeah you don't have to watch babar to see this movie let's go on to our spoiler alert so at the end of the movie they like uh use a 
launch. Catapult. Oh, catapult. Catapult. They use a catapult to get back into their city uh, and tell them uh, about, hey, there's bad guys. We got to come up with a plan. Uh, and, and so they end up, uh, constructing a thing. I forget what he actually says to get them to start doing it. Uh, but they start working on a plan, but then he has to go out and talk to Rataxis to buy some time. Uh, part of the time buying is that he gets, uh, the, the two guys who sung the committee song to start singing the committee song again, <laughs> which is pretty funny. Yeah. And Pompadour. I don't know which is which. Did you guys ever I'm catch which is which? I'm Pompadour is the one that I don't think, I don't think we can assume that know, for sure. Though. I know, I know. I just, I needed a time where one of them was addressed directly by name and I don't recall it. Yeah. Anyway, okay. I'm sure if you watch the show it's obvious but um but anyways he buys time or whatever and then but then i like when her taxes is like demands the his actual answer or whatever and he's like my answer is that you can get off our property now or face the consequences and then a, the a loud horn sounded and retaxes was like what was that and he was like the consequences and then yes. turned and then turned and walked Please. away yes it was so great and then he constructed this huge um, float in essence that looked like a mammoth and they had the huge horn that they used to call you know their you know their people or, or announce things that just was so loud that it reverberated and and even shook the ground yeah and so they um, scared off the army retaxis like kept being like no guys it's a trick but then he ultimately got scared off too babar got to be real cool and the day was saved yeah mm-hmm. and and again that stuff is called back or foreshadowed in the parade yeah yeah you have probably arthur blowing the horn really loudly looking really like happy with himself that he uh like blew stuff away and then you have the float of the mammoth and so like you have at least i had the question of like okay oh is this like when which doesn't make sense (laughs) i'm like when we have dinosaur floats it's like (laughs) wait yeah also i was like this doesn't look like the elephants like why why are they having an elephant look like this but yes yeah it was a mammoth so yeah so i think the the structure of it just it pays off oh and and i guess just a final little loose end you know they they put this together you know they they raise the stakes because Retaxis gave them an hour time, but he used an hourglass. Um, and so they constructed this, you know, again, because uh, Babar's smart little cookie, he coordinated everyone and they they got blankets, things from all over town to create, you know, the fur or whatever of this of this mammoth float. I, and I like that when the, the it was almost the sand was almost done, he was like, ah, close enough and just smashed. Yeah, the thing. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, also uh, worth noting that when the army runs off, they head towards the jungle, but then they're headed off by the elephants oh. that Babar helped out coming that weren't from the city uh, coming up behind. And they're like, oh, no. And then they turn towards the water. But oh, then the gators that Babar befriended are there. And so, yeah. you know, you had a moment of like the friends that Babar made and allies that he made along the way coming back to hell. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any other spoilers? No more spoilers. Let's go on to our favorites and least favorites. What was your least favorite scene in the movie? Uh, I think because the music was so odd, at least it was probably fine, but it just uh, called to mind, again, the Lion King scene. It, it brought you out of the fiction and thinking about the choices being made. Yeah, I think a different song would have worked because it, yeah, so Celeste, we know, is the mom. I'm pretty sure it's clear. 
Uh, I think they say her name. Yeah. And so she comes and she, she has the problem with her grandparents and her parents in the village. So they're traveling and we know that they're going to get together. And I, I guess uh, it's that traveling scene that I would say is my least favorite because of the music not not really working for me. But I get I can see what they were trying to do. I, I think I'll agree because also like the montage itself was cute, but it didn't really it didn't do a whole lot that the rest of the movie didn't already do. I like I'm fine with there being a montage in there, like just to show, oh, that they went on a journey, you know, but it didn't I didn't like care a whole lot about it or anything. I think you make a good point that the rest that the rest of the movie also did that in terms of how caring Babar was being and helping her like reach her mother whenever they were imprisoned and stuff. And like that stuff was there without having to put this music yeah. on this other scene. And I would agree because I was, ha- I was having a hard time thinking of something, but I would agree that was my least favorite part. What was your favorite scene in the movie? Yeah, I think I'll go with the one in spoilers when uh, Retaxis and Babar or when Babar goes to Retaxis uh, about his response to Retaxis' ultimatum. But encompassing the initially with uh, Cornelius and Pompadour and at the end where where he answers Retaxis' like, question. That's really good. I think I'm just going to... There's so many, honestly, really cute and are great little scenes in this. But I think I'm just going to go with the really endearing when um, uh, Celeste and Babar have been put in prison and they're next to his mom. Or, or I mean, Celeste's mom. And um, and it's kind of, again, reminiscent of, of Dumbo. But yeah, he helps he helps her up to her mom and, her, and she's able to join her mom through the bars. This might seem like an odd choice. Um but I'm going to go with the the first scene of the flashback, you know, once he starts telling the story where he's he's there having his first day and just like the vibes of it were really cute. And it just like as that stuff was happening and as, even as they were doing the song and stuff, but also the stuff around it, I was just like, you know, I'm really I'm already digging the vibes of this yeah, movie. I think I might have yeah. a better time than I thought I was going to have. Yeah. So I think it just set my expectations like at the level that this movie that it should be, the movie's like actually it's be- this is better than you thought it was gonna be. So yeah, I appreciate that. Who was your least favorite character in the movie? <laughs> okay, I think I'm gonna start. <laughs> I hate to throw her on the bus because I'm an old lady too. No, but I am just gonna say the old lady just because I. I didn't know her context. Now I know like where she kind of came from. And to me, she was the most like, in other words, I could have done without her. If she hadn't been in there, I wouldn't have missed her because I, I don't think she had that crucial of a role in this movie in and of I, itself. I think she's the like biggest hurdle to get past for anyone who is literally <laughs> just watching this movie and doesn't know other Babar stuff because she just begs so many questions with her existence that you don't know from the movie itself. You're just like, what is her, why is she here? And you can look into it, but just like the movie doesn't tell you because the movie's part of a show, really, and it expects that you already know, but I don't know. So I'm like, why? Uh, And yeah, I think I'll go with her too. She was fine, uh, but she didn't, it felt more like she was in this movie because she is an important character to the series rather than because she had anything particularly important to do with this story. 
I guess I'll agree. Who was your favorite character? I mean, I think it's got to be Babar for me. Yeah, I've, I've got to agree. Uh, you know, Babar in general, but young Babar that we get for most of the movie. He's just like, he's a cool little guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's really sweet. He's really uh, smart and can be tricksy when he wants to, but he's also a good little fighter. Like, he's he's a cool little guy. Yeah, and he learns. He goes up against the rhinoceroses in the village, but he can't physically defeat them all, so he has to... Learn how to overcome them anyway. Yeah. I agree. He's a, he, yeah. This movie had multiple songs. Which one was your least favorite? The, uh, Better yeah. Together. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was the pop sounding song. <laughs> yes. That yeah. was the montage. Agreed. What was your favorite song? I mean, it's between two, right? Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to have to go with Monkey Business just because it almost kind of gave me really cute Jungle jungle Book vibes, too, a little bit. And, and it was just really cute. Yeah, I'll agree with that one. Since you guys went with that, that'll make it easy for me. And I'll go ahead and say the committee song. I thought that one was also really fun. And I also like that it comes back for like a plot point later. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. really fun. That's a fun way to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'll yeah. go with that. If Tim Curry were in the movie, I mean, he'd probably be Retaxis, right? Yeah, probably. Yes, I think he'd make uh, it yeah. good. He'd make the good, uh, yeah. He'd ma- I think he he might feel too smart for Retaxis, though. He's kind of like a big bully who just, like, screams a lot. But he has such a good bad guy voice and such a good he evil, does. evil laugh. I just, he might, he might give too much of a presence to Retaxis, I guess. Mm. I guess then otherwise he could maybe be the grandfather. Sure, sure. Want to hear my suggestion? Okay. Mm-hmm. Adult Babar. Oh, that would be so much. <laughs> it yeah. would be so much. It would be, yeah, it, it, would, it, would, it would take away from kind of that calm, gentle vibe that Babar has, I think, because... Because, I don't know, Tim Curry I want, never comes across to me as... I as want adult Babar to be Tim Curry <laughs> only in this movie and not in the show. <laughs> Just for fun. <laughs> Let's go on to our overall consensus and what we would rate it. So, I, I would recommend this to families. Uh, I think even if you haven't seen Babar, you could watch it. I probably wouldn't watch it again just by myself or but but if it was like trying to find something for for a child this wouldn't I wouldn't ha- hate having this on in the background. And I guess I'll just give it a a 2. I'm going to go higher because I really enjoyed it. Um, you know, again, it's not like it can compete animation wise with, you know, Disney or things like that, but it was such, it just gave, it made me happy, you know, almost like watching Winnie the Pooh. Um, I, I think that was a really good comparison, Danica, that you, that you said. So thank you. Thank I, you. Yeah, so I am going to absolutely recommend it, especially for younger children. And I think I'm going to give it a solid three because it was a really nice story and it had some music that was just darling. And overall, I think the animation was also very good. I agree with you, Mom. Um, I think this movie's very cute and I, I think it's pretty solid. It was much more solid than I thought. And maybe it's 
maybe part of it is just that I went into it with low expectations, honestly. Like, I was sort of expecting more in the range of Care Bears movie or, or Rainbow, Rainbow Bride. Bride or something. I mean, I hoped it wouldn't be as bad as Rainbow Bride because that's really bad. Uh, but I wasn't expecting a lot from it. And going in with low expectations worked out really well for me because it it more than met them. It was very cute. I think it's a really solid little film. Um Nice little, like, kids' adventure movie with some fun comedy and stuff in there, too. Um, so, yeah, I recommend it, and I give it a three. Yay! Thank you all very much for listening. Thank you. Yes, thank you for joining us. And please join me any Wednesday at 7 p.m. on Twitch uh, with Nanacritter, N-A-N-A-C-R-I-T-T-E-R. And I am streaming Final Fantasy Nine. And I'm having so much fun, you guys. I'm creating little voices and... Um, experiencing it for the first time and my wonderful daughter and daughter-in-law will be in the chat with me. We're very friendly. So stop by any Wednesday at 7 p.m. at Central Time and join us. And next time, we will be answering a important question. Mm. What if a rooster was the king <laughs> of rock and roll? Mm. Join us then. Ooh, okay. Bye. 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 Love y'all. Bye. This has been How's It Hold Up with Danica Juarez and Jan James. You can find our podcast on Twitter at How's It Hold Up Pod. That's with each word capitalized and no apostrophe. Also, if you'd like to support us, we have a Patreon. You can find us at patreon.com slash user question mark U equals 2790566. Every little bit helps, and even with a minimum pledge, you get access to things you won't hear in our main podcast feed. Check it out for more info. The two pieces of music used in this episode were created by Kevin McLeod. You can find both The Curtain Rises and Cool Cats at incomptech.com. That's I-N-C-O-M-P-E-T-E-C-H.com. Both songs were licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. More info on that can be found at http colon slash slash creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by slash 3.0. Thanks for listening. I'm going to pause for just a second because I forgot to say this earlier, but I'm also probably going to cut this unless your guys' reaction is really funny and then I'll put it at the end. Fun fact about the original book version of Babar compared to the show in this movie, Celeste and Babar in the original are cousins. Oh, <laughs> yuck. No. That, no. Is a choice? Yeah. What? Yeah. What? Why? It's from 1931 and they're like, royals do that, right? I guess. And they, oh, and they still get married? Yeah, oh, 100%. Oh my god, no, no. And have kids. Oh no, don't like that. Don't they not didn't like do that. that. Goodness, Ugh. don't like that. Now let's pretend you guys didn't hear that and continue. <laughs> so if I said that I agreed with one of you, who would you assume that I agree with? I, I don't know, whatever you want. You're no fun. <laughs> Are you are you gonna agree with me or is your wife gonna agree with your wife? Valerie's being no fun and she's making me feel sad. So then you have You're to agree with me. Sad. You have to agree with me. Then. You're not a part of this conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs>